0: Economic News on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on.
1: The Rand is trading at 15 Rand 31 to the US dollar, 21 Rand 80 to the pound sterling and 17 Rand 23 to the Euro. The Euro is trading at $1.12 and the dollar at 104.17 Japanese yen. The Chinese Yuan is at 2 Rand 32 and in India, one Rand is worth 4 Rupees 38. In Nigeria, one US dollar is at 198 Naira 80, in Kenya at 101 shillings 20 and in Botswana at 10 Pula 89. Looking at the stock markets, the JSE was closed for a public holiday yesterday, but it gained 1.2% to 52,026 at the close of trade on Wednesday. European markets closed lower. Britain's FTSE 100 0.3% down. Germany's DAX declined by 0.6% and the CAC 40 in France was 0.4% weaker. Markets in the United States were higher though with the Dow Jones adding 0.5%. Stock markets in Asia they trading firmer at this hour following Wall Street up. Japan's Nikkei has so far gained 1.2%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng 0.7% up. Mainland China Shanghai Composite Index has gained 0.6%, Australia's ASX or Ordinary Share Index 0.2% up and the Sensex on India's Bombay Stock Exchange is 0.6% firmer. Looking at commodities, gold is trading at $1,283, platinums at $977 per ounce and the price of Brent crude oil at this hour, $47.70 a barrel. And we join on the line now by Mohamed Nala, Head of Strategic Research at NetBank CIB. Good morning Mohamed.
0: Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners.
1: Now, Mom, with the U.S. Federal Reserve um, on hold for now, as expectations soften significantly, talk to us about that.
0: Thank God. I mean, we spoke about this on, on Wednesday, and I was holding thumbs that they don't do anything silly at this particular meeting. So Janet Yellen effectively coming out. They're on hold as, as we expected. Uh, and, and what's interesting here, Sakina, is if you have a look at their own expectations around rate hikes for the rest of this year, it's actually softened quite significantly. A couple of meetings ago, they were talking about two hikes during the course of 2016, it now appears as though six of their nine Federal Reserve members are now only expecting one hike this year. And that correlates very closely with, with our view at Nedbank, is that we were of the opinion that the Fed will still hike by 25 basis points at their September meeting, and thereafter keep rates flat. The, the other interesting thing, Sakina, is if you have a look at what's called the Fed's dot plot, and that's the expectations of the Fed governors, It is an anonymous thing, so they try and not politicize it, but they all throw their votes in in terms of where they see rates going over the course of the next two to three years. And an interesting development there is one of the members has actually said that whilst they see one hike this year, they then actually see rates flat throughout the next two years. And that's, that's quite a distinct shift compared to what we have seen historically, as well as the recent commentary coming out of the Fed that has been quite hawkish. So you know, the immediate impact here is that it has bought emerging market uh, markets like South Africa. It's bought the RAND, for example, a little bit more time. We had quite a bit of volatility yesterday on the RAND, but that's because we were obviously out of the market, so liquidity was quite thin. Uh, but by and large, this buys us a little bit of time. It's not to say that the dollar is not going to get stronger later on this year, but it does mean that it's not going to get stronger right now, excuse me, right now. Uh, And that, I guess, is a little bit of a a, a positive to take away from that.
1: And just looking at the Bank of Japan also on hold there, Mohammed, and uh, that's leading to some yen strength. Yeah, I mean, these, these
0: central banks are really, uh, they're at a loss. They, they have no idea in terms of what to do. Their policy rates are already, if not at zero, they're in negative territory, as is the case in, in Japan. And in fact, when they shifted their rate into negative territory at the start of the year, the market impact was actually quite severe, and that it pushed the yen significantly stronger. So now we've got the yen trading at around 104 yen to the US dollar. That's the strongest it's actually been since 2014. Uh, and, and whilst they still leave the door open, for traditional stimulus at the July meeting. The sense that the market has right now is that monetary policy in its conventional sense has actually run out of its efficacy. Just It's no longer effective to try and keep rates as low as this because that's not necessarily giving you the kind of growth uplift that we need to see in the world economy. Growth remains considerably sluggish despite the fact that interest rates globally still remain close to record and all-time lows. And that's an interesting conundrum for policymakers right now. They're already debating concepts like helicopter money, and we don't have the time to go into all of that right now. It sounds like quite a fanciful thing, people dropping money from helicopters, and I'll be the first to collect that. But the fact of the matter is that more stimulus by way of fiscal stimulus is probably what is going to be required if we're going to get the global growth engine going again. Monetary stimulus seems to have run its course right now.
1: And then, of course, the Brexit story. Brexit remains the elephant in the room for markets, and sad about Joe Cox there, who has killed uh, Mohammed.
0: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we start off the week talking about Brexit. We end the week talking about Brexit. I mean, Joe Cox, what an absolute tragedy there. I mean, she was quite a a pro stay in the EU campaign uh, politician. And and unfortunately, it just shows you how the temperature on the ground in the UK has actually escalated quite considerably. I mean, uh, right now, that tragedy has meant that this active campaigning for or leaving or staying in has actually gone onto the back seat. Thank God sanity should hopefully prevail in that respect. But remember we've got the referendum coming up on the twenty-third, and right now this is the dominating force in markets. You've still got a massive risk or sentiment that is still dominating. Uh, it's seen gold push to above thirteen hundred dollars an ounce during trade yesterday. It subsequently come off a little bit. Uh, but by and large, you know this is just showing you that unfortunately it remains at a knife edge. And when unfortunately when crazy people decide if to take matters into their own hands, you end up with tragedy like we've seen with Joe Cox in the UK.
1: Well, Mohammed, we're going to leave it there for this week. Thank you so much, Mohammed Nala.